if it were possible to lose your next 10 pounds without dieting? Listen closely and welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I'm going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey there. Welcome back to the podcast. Got a question for you. (laughs) If you've been listening, you may already know what the question is. How are you feeling right now? Take a minute to think about it. How are you feeling? And one word description, how are you feeling? You notice I ask that question a lot, right? Not because I keep forgetting that I keep asking you the same question. It's simply because so many of us just aren't connected to how we're really feeling most of the day. And this is something that I am actively working on. I've told you all, you know, that was one of the things I knew I wanted to work on at the beginning of this year. And I just want to help you become more emotionally literate because 50% of our time, our default thinking, our default feelings are negative, right? And then we spend 50% of our day avoiding, resisting, and reacting to those negative emotions. So the benefit of just simply like being able to clearly identify your emotion in one word is that you can decide, right? You can decide how you want to experience the emotion rather than having that emotion control you. So that is one of the things that we are definitely working on in my client community is just becoming more emotionally literate. So right now I'm feeling cheerful because I get to spend my time doing what I love, like recording this podcast for you. (laughs) But this weekend, OMG, I was feeling weary. I was irritated. I was bored. I was disappointed. All of the negative emotions. Weekend life for me is just not what it used to be. And I know a lot of you are still out and about living your lives because I see your pictures on Instagram and on Facebook. But my husband and I have simply opted to continue to shelter in place most of the time. And really, we only go out and travel when it's absolutely necessary. So during the week, I don't really experience these emotions because, you know, I'm working. I'm doing what I love. I'm working in my business. I'm coaching my clients, I'm meeting with my colleagues, and my days are full. But on the weekend, completely (laughs) different story. And this is when I notice that this is the time that I really need to manage my emotions. Different set of emotions from what I have to deal with during the week. So like this past weekend, oh my goodness, corona fatigue was hitting me hard. Now, When I say corona fatigue, I'm not talking about being physically sick with the virus, right? I'm 100% healthy, thank God. I'm talking about the weariness that comes along with sheltering in place and having to wear a mask when you leave and life just basically not being the same as what it was. To put it very simply, 
and you may agree with me, I was just tired of adjusting to life during a freaking pandemic. (laughs) I missed running out to go get my nails done on Saturday. I miss going to the airport to get on a plane. I never thought I would say that I miss seeing TSA and security, right? I miss going on vacation. I miss my family, my parents and my brother and my nephew and my sister-in-law. They're like thousands of miles away from me. I miss my friends who are here in the city and we don't see each other as often as we used to. I miss date nights outside of our home. We've been doing date nights in the house, but like it's getting kind of boring now, right? I miss date nights, getting up, getting dressed, putting on heels, going to a new restaurant, being served without having to wear a mask on. I miss date night with my husband. And this past weekend, my appetite was on overdrive. My appetite to eat. (laughs) And for me, that's a clear indicator that I need to check in with myself. I literally woke up on Saturday wanting biscuits and French toast casserole for breakfast. And I actually started looking up recipes on Pinterest for different types of French toast casserole. And my husband was sitting there in the kitchen and I started to share with him some of these recipes like Berry uh, French toast casserole looked really good with strawberries and blueberries. There was another one, butterscotch French toast casserole, which is probably more like bread pudding. But at that time, I didn't really care. And I was just like looking at all of these pictures of food porn and just thinking about how great it would be to be able to make French toast casserole. And I'm telling my husband, Kevin, And he's looking at me like I am a complete stranger. (laughs) He's like, clearly, this is unusual behavior for me on a Saturday morning. And Kevin was like, who are you and where is my wife? Usually, he gets excited when I start talking about new recipes. But even this level of food indulgence and this level of food talk concerned him. So that was my first cue to check in with myself. And I ignored it. So later that morning, I participated in our monthly coffee chat with the Coaches of Color Collective, which I love doing. So that was a nice distraction from my food cravings. And let me rewind and tell you that I left the discussion about the French toast casserole and the biscuits, right? So nothing happened besides the the discussion. And then I went on to do some work and participate in our monthly coffee chat. If you're interested in learning more about the Coaches of Color Collective, I'll add a link into the show notes, but it is a wonderful group of Black women life coaches, and we get together on Zoom, and we have a private Facebook group, and we are just here to support. So every month we talk about a different topic of like handling crisis, like how do we handle different things, and we share, we, we're open, we, we take questions, we're very vulnerable. We share our own stories, and it's been just a true blessing to a lot of people. So if you're interested in joining 100% free, you just have to have access to Facebook, um, and you can come join the group. So did that. I buffered with work for a few more hours because I love to work, and there's always things that I want to be working on. But then the food and the wine demons came knocking again. Suddenly, 
my thoughts of biscuits and French toast casserole turned into thoughts of, oh, that bottle of rosé is in the refrigerator. Hmm. And at that point, it was like late afternoon and I literally had no other plans for the day. It was a beautiful day outside and I had no plans with anyone. And my brain told me that that was a problem. And because I saw it as a problem, all of the negative emotions just bubbled up to the surface. Now, I tried sitting outside to read a book, but as I was sitting outside, all I could do was think about snacking while I read. And of course, oh, it would be really nice to sit outside and have a little bit of rosé while I eat my snack and read my book. Because I paused, right, if you know about the pause, I knew that I wasn't physically hungry. I also knew that what I was feeling was just like weariness and boredom, irritation, disappointment. All of those feelings were just emotions caused by what I was thinking about this circumstance, which was a lovely summer sun Saturday afternoon and I had no plans. And I actually have to laugh a little bit when I think about that because literally just a few months ago before the pandemic, I would have loved to have an entire afternoon with nothing to do. <laughs> Like before the pandemic, having a free afternoon on a weekend was the goal. And here I was, Saturday afternoon, no plans, and my brain was telling me that that was a problem. So let me ask you, do you feel like you constantly want to eat or drink? Like that snackish, you know, you get that snackish feeling like you just want something snacky. It just won't go away. And then when you do eat, you feel like it's not enough and you're thinking about what you're going to eat next. Do you find yourself rooting around in the refrigerator, in the pantry, looking for something to nibble on? I get it. Totally get it. If you see yourself doing these things, you could be feeling the effects of corona fatigue, right? If you're feeling irritable, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling anxious, if you're tired but unable to sleep, if you're feeling unmotivated or you find yourself just being less productive around the house, or if you're generally on edge and nobody wants to talk to you, you could be experiencing the effects of corona fatigue. Okay? You are not alone. Corona fatigue is overwhelming. The uncertainty, the unpredictability, and all of these unknowns are simply exhausting. It's like we're all in the middle of this ocean called COVID-19. We're treading water, but we don't see land anywhere. And this can cause a feeling of helplessness because even if we think we're doing everything right, we're washing our hands, we're wearing masks, we're sheltering in place, we're taking our temperatures, we can still get sick, right? So here's the thing, y'all. COVID-19 isn't going anywhere anytime soon. All of these emotions aren't going anywhere and the constant urge to eat and soothe these emotions isn't going anywhere until you decide that you want to do something about it. So by Saturday evening, for me, I had had enough of the feeling negatives, right? The negative feeling. And I pulled out my trusty notebook and I wrote down all of the negative thoughts that were swirling around in my head all day. 
You would think that writing them down isn't like a big deal, but just the act of getting them out of my brain and on paper begins to diffuse the emotion attached to the thought. Like when I mentioned before that my brain said it was a problem, that I had nothing to do on a Saturday, and just writing that down on paper made me chuckle. (laughs) I literally had to laugh at my own self. And as soon as I felt that chuckle, I knew that I was doing something great for my mental health. That's when I noticed I started to turn the corner. So doing this, like writing your thoughts down on paper, allows you to regain control of your brain. Remember that show, Girls Gone Wild? Well, corona fatigue has caused our brains to go wild. And when we let them run wild, we're always going to feel hungry. We're always going to feel snackish. We're always going to feel like having another glass of wine. We're always going to be preoccupied with eating. Can we just agree that we're going to be dealing with this COVID-19 pandemic at least through the end of the year, if not longer? So here's a question for you, my friend. Why subject yourself and your body to feeling helpless and why decide to continue to gain weight because you don't know how to manage your emotions? Listen, If you're overeating to deal with your emotions, this is the perfect opportunity for you to get the highest level of support and education to learn how to not do that anymore. Hear me. Taking the time to really understand the reasons why you overeat and learning how to disrupt the thinking that causes you to overeat could be the best life investment for you to make in yourself right now. Because when you are able to go through situations that are new, that are different and potentially overwhelming, you can use that as an opportunity to process emotion instead of overeating. And when you learn to do that, you're gonna come out so much stronger. Teaching you these skills is what my company, Lux Life Coaching, is all about. This is my work. This is my job. This is why I'm so emphatic about what I do. I want to help you grow into the next best version of you. I want to help you love your journey while you're on it. And I want to encourage you to contribute back to your community in whatever way you see fit. If you've noticed that corona fatigue is causing you to gain weight, I want you to pull out your notebook, grab a pen, and ask yourself why. And just see what comes up for you. But I can bet you, if we looked at your list of all the reasons why you believe you're gaining weight, we would be able to see that you've been eating instead of feeling. Bottom line, when we let our brains go wild all day, We're experiencing these emotions off and on all day, and we eat based off of what we're feeling. This is a problem. Do you see how this is a problem? This is the reason why I teach my clients the power of creating their own eating plan and the practice of planning their meals every day. Now, you may think that that's overkill, but guess what? This time that we're in right now is the perfect time 
to have a plan. In fact, I believe it's essential. Try it. I want you to just like sit down and decide using your logical brain, not your emotional self, but your logical brain and write down what are you going to eat tomorrow, right? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then see what happens when you go to follow your plan the next day. The only reasons why you won't stick to your plan is because of a feeling that you want to avoid like deprivation, frustration, anger, rebellion, right? Against your plan. It doesn't take all that. All of those feelings are not useful. That is the only reason why you're unable to follow an eating plan. But listen, here's the good news. When that happens, this is an opportunity for you to learn from yourself. It's an opportunity for you to see the thought pattern that is causing these feelings. It's an opportunity for you to disrupt that thought pattern and choose differently. Y'all, this is how you lose weight. This is how you get off of the weight loss struggle bus. Do you see? Do you see why this is the perfect opportunity for you to learn how to feel instead of overeat? Just imagine, just imagine, put on your dreamer's hat for a second. By the end of this year, you could have lost a significant amount of weight. And most importantly, you can develop the skill to tame your brain gone wild. Learning how to manage your emotions is literally priceless. Truly it is. I mean, think about how many areas in your life where you let your emotions just run the show. Whether you express them or not, because you could be like me and you're an obliger and you like, to, you like to make sure everyone is comfortable. So you keep all of your negative emotions inside of you and you don't express them. Or you could be like on the flip side, you could be a rebel and you could just go off on people whenever you want to, right? But whether you express your, emo- your negative emotions or not, Those negative emotions, if they're unmanaged, are going to be causing you a lot of internal pain and suffering. Now, I want you to remember this. Emotions are harmless, no matter how big and how scary they may seem in our brains. Essentially, an emotion is just a feeling. It's only a vibration vibration in our bodies, and we spend so much time trying to avoid feeling them. It's almost kind of funny when you think about it. It's so counterproductive. (laughs) And when I realized that about myself, I was like, oh, yeah, I need to jump on this emotions bandwagon and figure this thing out. Because I realized in my own life, just avoiding the uncomfortable ones were just holding me back from living my Lux life. So listen, 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 listen. While we continue to practice social distancing and we're sheltering in place, why not decide to see this time, pandemic time, as a very unique learning opportunity that is here to help you create the weight and the body that you really want. Quit waiting for life to get back to normal. And that is exactly what I had to tell myself. Jennifer, quit waiting for life to go back to normal. It ain't happening. 
And then I had to think back and ask myself, you know what, was I even really satisfied before the pandemic hit? I mean, yeah, I was happy with some things, but I can look back at my old journals and tell you all of the things that I was struggling with just this time last year. So if I asked you, I bet you were probably struggling with your weight this time last year. Hmm? Here's the thing. We think we want to go back to what we remember as normal. You know, the good old days. But listen, tough situations like this are a powerful opportunity for you to look at how you want to live differently and better. Give up on going back so you can move forward. That is a quote by my man, Bishop T.D. Jakes. Give up on going back so you can move forward. Do you hear me? I know you think you want to go back to the way things were, but let's be real. We can't go back. You can't go back to your high school weight. You can't go back to last summer. You can't even go back to yesterday. But what you can do is learn from the past so you can move forward in a bigger and bolder way. Got it? That is what I want for you. All right. It is time for Stop and Celebrate. And this is a part of the show where I shout out someone who is living the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle. And today I want to celebrate Alicia, who sent me an email after she participated in the Lose Your Next 10 Pounds Weight Loss Challenge. She said, and I quote, I set a goal to be down 10 pounds by Sunday weigh-in. I am so happy and excited to report I lost my 10 pounds by Friday. And she's got lots of little explanation points. (laughs) Your concepts of thinking things through, writing out your daily plan, and non-food protocols is definitely a game changer for me. I have implemented what I've learned from you and focused on my own spiritual beliefs by re-inviting God on this journey with me. I can't thank you enough. I pray a blessing over your life-changing ministry because that's what you do. You change lives. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What? Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for your email, Alicia. I am excited for you and the contribution to your community once you get to your goal weight. Alicia now was invited to join the challenge by a podcast listener, and I am thrilled that the invitation was extended to her. Don't keep the Lux Life community or this podcast a secret. Ask yourself, who can you share this podcast with? Who in your circle needs to hire a life and weight loss coach? Maybe it's you. It is your time. It is our time. Listen, I was thinking about this today. Collectively, we can contribute to this world in such a bigger way, but we've got to start with weight loss, right? We've got to learn the tools and the strategies by learning how to deal with our weight, and then we can expand into so many other areas. So come on, come on, sister. What are you waiting for? It is time to get off of the weight loss struggle bus. All right, continue to live Lux, and I'll see you in the next episode. 
Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. If you like today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever. Dieting forever.